the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God, rather than this world, our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's Word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes. So keep pen and paper handy. This is a day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You could turn with us to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. 1 Timothy 2, 14, that'll be the first verse. We shall reference, but allow me now to just give you the subject of the first message in this brand new year. And the title of this message is, what are you going to do with the gift of this brand new year? Just what are you going to do with the gift of this brand new year? There are so many who start the year, the new year off with resolutions. People start the year off with goals and plans and dreams only to see them fizzle completely out by mid-year. And I believe they are really sincere. I do believe they mean well. I really, really do. And I really believe they want to see themselves prosper and achieve their goals. However, they will never see their dreams become a reality until they get serious and are willing to make the necessary sacrifices for this to happen. Living above the level of mediocrity means you must be committed to applying spiritual principles to your life that will enable you to reach your God-given potential for Christ in the time in which we live here on earth. But more importantly, you cannot achieve greatness in the kingdom of God apart from yielding the totality of your life to Christ. If you want to have a successful year, you need to seek to know him more, and you need to follow the path that he has ordained exclusively for you. And this will result in earthly blessings and heavenly rewards. Therefore, if you desire to see God's vision for your life become a reality, you must stop talking, stop daydreaming, stop procrastinating, and stop pursuing the pleasures of this world, which will hinder the Lord's plan for your specific life. This year has been given to you as a gift from God. 
This year is a gift from God to us. Therefore, if you want to see God do something extraordinarily different uh, through you, to you, and for you this year, then stop just doing the talk. Stop the fantasizing. Stop making excuses and start seeking God's will for your life today. With that introduction being said, I pose a question to you at this particular time. How do you make the most of this brand new year? And you need to write down these insights because they are most critical if you want to have a year like none other. How many of you want to have a victorious year this year? How many of you want to have a successful year? How many of you want to see God do something extraordinarily unusual through you uh, this year? Well, that's just not going to just happen. Uh, There's some things you must do. There's some things you must take to heart and activate for this to happen. Number one, if you're going to make the most of this year, you must not allow yourself to fall prey to Satan's lies and deceptions. That's critical. If you're going to have a great year, you must not allow yourself to fall prey to Satan's lies and deceptions. First Timothy chapter two, verse 14, you already there. It says, and it was not Adam who was deceived by Satan. The woman was deceived and sin was the result. Do you realize sin came into the world because of deception? Say the word deception. It is a word we must address if we're going to have a successful year because some Christian particularly cannot make progress because they are so often deceived. Uh, uh, So what is deception? Deception is to call someone to accept as true what is actually false. Deception is to call someone to accept as true what is actually false. Deception is to mislead uh, someone. And Satan wants to mislead you. Satan is dishonest with you. And people who are of the devil will be dis- dishonest with you. Deception is to, de- is to cheat. It is to cheat. A spirit of cheating. Deception is to delude Deception is to be false-hearted. Deception is to lead someone away from the truth. It is to lead away from the truth. And there are things in media that's not true. There are things in commercials that are not true. There are things uh, by politicians that are not true. There are things in the workplace that are not true. Beloved, Let me tell you, refuse to believe everything you see and hear. Refuse to believe everything you see and hear. And and if if you want to guard against deception, the best remedy, the best cure is the word of God. Reading, meditating, and the implementation of the scripture is the surest way to protect yourself from being deceived in a world that's filled with craftiness. 
The scriptures will keep you from being deceived. The scripture will keep you from being deceived by crafty people. The devil is crafty. Uh, this is an enticing world. You'll not be drawn away by the enticements of this world. You'll not be seduced. Seduction is all over the world. And this book, the Bible, keeps us from the spirit of of seduction. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 9 through 10 says, Do you not know? I like the way Paul uh, comes at the church of Corinth. I like the way in which he does this. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? If you are unrighteous, if you, if you, if you are deceptive in nature, if you are, if you are a habitual liar, the Bible says you deceive if you think you're going to heaven any kind of way. The Bible says in that verse, underline it, do not be deceived. A whole lot of Christians are being deceived. Neither fornicators, that's folk who are sexually immoral, they'll sleep with anybody, they'll do anything sexually, and feel good about it, and go on and eat ice cream cone. Nor idolaters, those who, fought, who love idolatry, they're carried away by things of this world, they always want another tree kid, they always want another gadget. They always want something else. They can never be satisfied. Nor adulterers, those who are flirtatious with other people who, uh, who are not their spouse, sleeping around with people, uh, sideline cuckabines and all these things. Nor homosexual, same sex, uh, marriages and, uh, and, and the like, and sodomites, thieves, stealing and cheating on taxes habitually, a cheating on tests, cheat, 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 a spirit of cheating, um, uh, covetous, you, uh, lusting after the things of this world. You're not satisfied till you get what you want. And when you get what you want, you're still not satisfied. Drunkard, you, 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 you carried away with the spirit of alcohol. Revilers, those who are verbally abusive. Yeah, and verbal abuse is at an all-time high. There are men who are abusive to their, their, their wives, wives who are abusive to their husbands, their children who are abusive to their parents, and their parents who speak verbally, uh, uh, abusively, uh, speak abusively to their children. Extortioners, robbers, kind of just breaking this down so you, so you see this thing for what it is. We'll, look. Look, look, nor extortioners will will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now it's getting extra quiet in here now because because uh, this keeps us from being deceived. As Pastor Rander continues this message, when we choose to follow Christ, the Bible admonishes us to be sober and vigilant because our adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He'll use any tactic, including our past failures and regrets, to deter us if we let him. As Pastor Rander often says, when Satan reminds us of our past, we remind him of his future. The good news is we don't have to let him. As God's children, we have an authoritative obligation to rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. There is no limit to what God can do through us in Christ Jesus when we put all our trust in him. 
1 Timothy 4, 1 says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith. They'll start walking with the Lord. Why? Giving heed, listening to deceiving spirits. Underline that. Deceiving spirits come from good-looking people. Deceiving spirits, people who are very knowledgeable. Deceiving spirits, spirit have education, good good verbiage, got a good rap, and doctrines of demons. Doctrine means teachings, teachings that straight from the devil, the pits of hell. Second Timothy three thirteen says, "But evil men and imposters will grow worse." And worse. There are forecasters and pundits out of that out there saying it's gonna get better. The scripture says it's not gonna get better, it's gonna get worse. So brace yourself. So, so so indoctrinate yourself scripturally uh according to the word of God. It's gonna grow worse and worse. Pretenders, apostles, look, deceiving and being deceived. Deceiving and being deceived. Deception can be found from Genesis to Revelation. You said it's in Revelation 2. Eve was deceived. Then here's the devil deceiving the whole world in Revelation. You say, Revelation what? 12, 9. There are other passages as well. It says, so the great dragon, that's another word for Satan, was cast out. The serpent of old, that's another name for the devil. He's an old devil, by the way. It was around long before you were born. He's an old serpent of old. Old devil. You can't outsmart the devil. You can't out, some of y'all think y'all, y'all, you can't, you can't go up one on the devil. The devil's a supernatural being. Highly intelligent. Highly sophisticated. Highly crafty. Very disguisable. He's an old, low down, dirty, crafty, deceptive devil. A master strategist that's waiting in the wings to wipe you out. That old devil, serpent of old you, call the devil and Satan. Look at all these names in this verse. Look what, what does he do? Who deceives the whole world. The whole world. When the Antichrist come on the scene uh, after the church has been raptured, uh, He's going to be so charm, charming, charismatic, and he'll be able to do signs and wonders, and everybody's going to go flocking after him, thinking he's the real deal. And then all of a sudden, his beast-like qualities will come out. He's going to deceive the whole world. And the Antichrist is not even here, not the ultimate Antichrist, and you already deceived for most of you. I'm trying to help you to have the best year ever. And if you're going to have the best year ever, you're going to have to guard yourself against deception. Number two, unless you are determined to stand firm in your faith and on the authority of the word of God in the evil days in which we live, you will not be able to endure unto the end. Unless you are determined to stand firm in your faith. In the gospel, in the scriptures, and on the authority of the word in these latter evil day times, 
in which we live, you'll not be able to endure until the end. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. I underline that. Unmovable. You got to be like a rock. You got to be, you got to be steady. Immovable, always abounding, increasing, advancing in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor, your work is not in vain in the Lord. Now, some of you don't have vain work because you don't even work at all. Your work, your work of the Lord, in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor, your work is not in vain in the Lord. Standing firm is our theme of the year. Vision 2020. Standing firm is to be steadfast, to stand firm, is to not easily be shaken. To stand firm is to not be faint-hearted. To stand firm is to not be transient and give up. You got, we, we live in a very mobile, transient society. You got people that don't commit to church membership. Uh, they just move from church to church to church. Hop, hop, hop over here, over there. I'm over here because I like their children's ministry. I'm over here because I like their parking. I'm over here because I like the teaching. I'm over here because I like the music. They're all over the place and end up with no spiritual roots for their children or their grandchildren, not to mention themselves. Why? Because they're transient. Hurt their feeling, look at them the wrong way, and they're out of here. And and, then they characterize the whole church by what one person has done to them. You see, you got to stand firm. Stand firm. Say stand firm. If you don't stand, you're going to fall. Uh, 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 then uh, I love what it says in Matthew ten twenty two. It says, "And all nations will hate you because you are following. You are my followers. If you're following Christ, you're going to be hated. Matter of fact, the Scripture says, "Woe be unto you when all men speak well of you, all people. And you're not going to be likable when you're Christ-like, when you're shining for Christ." When, when people say, well, why don't you come do this with us? No. Why? Because I'm a Christian. My Lord won't let me do it. The word of God that's in me won't let me do it. The Holy Ghost won't let me do it. I love God too much to stoop to that level. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. The scripture also says in Luke 9.62, but Jesus said to him, no one, that means no one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God Be mindful, God does not reward quitters. Therefore, you must refuse to quit. God doesn't reward quitters, therefore you must refuse to quit. Number three, refuse to allow your past to define who you are today. I'm trying to help you. This is spiritual medicine for the soul. And we all need this. Because the truth be told, we all have a past. And everything in our past past is not glitter and gold. And now you think, well, I'm a pretty good person. Listen, the Bible says there's none righteous in case you think you are. It says no, not one. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So refuse to allow your past to define who you are today. Accept the things you cannot change. Learn from your past sins. Since all of us have sinned, learn from them, learn from your failures, and then move on into your God-given destiny. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13b says, 
But one thing I do, forgetting, forgetting, say forgetting, forgetting, forget. Don't live in the past. Don't dwell on it. Don't go back and revisit it. All it's going to do is mess you up. Why are you going back there? It's no good to you. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. This means you need to refuse to allow anyone, listen to this, refuse to allow anyone to hold you hostage with your past failures and sins. I know what you've done. I know what you used to do. I know something about you that nobody else knows. And then they let you hold you and your, your freedom is gone. Refuse to allow anyone to hold you hostage with your past failures and sins because those very persons who try to hold you hostage, uh, perhaps they're enveloped in their own sins. They got logs in their own eyes. Receive God's forgiveness for you and rejoice in it. Okay? Receive God's forgiveness for you and rejoice in it. I love that great passage in Psalms 103 verses 2 through 4a, which says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now underline this, who forgives all your iniquities, all your sins. You mean every one of them? Yeah. My lies? Yes. My bad thoughts? Yes. My motives? My proclivities? Yes. The blood of Jesus still works. I ought to get an amen on that. The blood of Jesus is still sufficient. The blood of Jesus still washes away the sins. And when you try to bring your old stuff up, he says, I don't know what you're talking about. Because when I see you, all I see is the blood. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your your diseases? You see, sin, uh, sin, diseases come as uh, not all the time, but all the time as a, as a result of sin. That's right. As a result of sin. Now, just because somebody is sick don't mean they have sin. You can go too far with that. Oh, well, she got a fever. What did she do? Did she lie? He's in the hospital. He must have cussed somebody out. Stop judging. Get out the judgment seat. You don't know all the facts. Who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction. If it weren't for the grace of God, the mercy of God, listen, we would have been destroyed a long time ago. The scripture also says in Jeremiah 20, 9, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Plans to give you a what? A hope and a future. I have something I want to say on that. Once you repent, say repent. Turn from your sins, your evil, your selfishness, your ways to to Jesus Christ, crying out in utter desperation over the condition of your life and soul. Once you've repented of your sins and start living holy, the Lord will prosper your life and give you hope and he will bless your future. Don't expect a great future with a sinful life. Number four. You're going to have the best year ever. Making the most of this year means that you must allow God to do a new thing with you in this season of your life. You must allow God to do a new thing with you in this season of your life. The real question is, are you are you willing to adventure with God today? You know, when you walk with the Lord, walking with the Lord is, a, is an adventure. Why? Because God is full of spiritual surprises. 
he doesn't he doesn't do like you think he's going to do. He don't go the way you think he's going to go. His ways are not your ways. His thoughts are not your thoughts. God is a mysterious God, a unique God. He's, he's a supernatural God. Uh, Joshua 3, 4, C says, for you have not passed this way before. He'll take you in a way you haven't been before. And you, you look around at the end of the day and say, Lord, I didn't expect all this. He said, I know you didn't. I know you didn't, but isn't it it fun? Isn't it it joyful? In this new year, ask God to give you fresh vision for your life. Refuse to tell God it's too late to adventure with him. Refuse to tell yourself it's too late to adventure with the Lord. Don't expect a fresh vision. Don't expect a fresh vision with a small mindset. Now God as big as he going to be. You can't make God any bigger than he is. God is huge. He's big. So big you can't go around him. So so much depth you can't go through him. So uh, you can't go through him. Uh, he, he, he cannot be calculated. He cannot be measured. Now even though God is big, your perspective of God can be so small. And you can't have vision from God with with a small mindset, doubting yourself and doubting what God can do through you. You will not see your vision become a reality with a negative mindset and having a lack of faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.